Was it weather or was it something else that caused Southwest Airlines to cancel all those flights? It certainly seems like it was something else. It certainly seems like it was a mandate. You tell the pilots, you tell the flight attendants that they have to get vaccinated, and they said, nah, maybe we don't. Maybe we're good here. And the next thing you know, you've got hundreds, then thousands of flights that were canceled. You've got members of Congress like Chip Roy saying, eat it, Southwest, for engaging these mandates. And it's not just Southwest. They're expecting this may come from American Airlines. Pilots there are not happy with the idea of mandates. Amtrak noted two trains just yesterday that were canceled due to, and I'm quoting, unforeseen crew issues. Well, as it was being reported by Southwest, or as people were reporting what Southwest said, that it was air traffic control issues and disruptive weather causing the issue, some other people caught a story. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Leland Vitter joins us right now from News Nation Now. He's the host of On Balance with Leland Vitter, weeknights at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And it was Leland, longtime uh, member of the show here, saying that airline sources say a mass sick out from the FAA News Center in Jacksonville may have caused ripple effects mostly affecting Southwest Airlines. Leland, you were the first person to bring some fact to counteract what Southwest was saying. So was your reporting correct or does, is Southwest correct in saying that the reason we see all these cancellations was weather? Well, uh, I just always let people decide what makes most sense. Uh, nice to be back with you, Tony. Hope you had a good weekend. You, you check, Just look at what the weather was around the country this weekend. In fairness, on Friday night, there was weather in Florida, and the other thing that happened in Florida is what is called Jacksonville Center. There also happens to be one in Indianapolis that controls air traffic going south to north and north to south through Florida, uh, shut down unexpectedly, um, and therefore closed much of that airspace. The FAA put out a statement saying it was due to unforeseen staffing issues. When pushed and pushed and pushed to elaborate on what unforeseen staffing issues were, they declined to elaborate. I have independent reporting from my sources that it had to do with the vaccine mandate. Then you had woke up on Saturday morning, and that's when the mass cancellations at Southwest began. What is overarching all of this is this weird kind of kabuki dance by both the Southwest Pilots Union and the airline, because if the union engages or any employee engages in a strike or a sick out to protest working conditions, they're in violation of the Labor Relations Act of the Railroad Labor Re- Relations Act of 1926. So no one can admit or even question what this really might be. That's why you have the union say this isn't a sick out. That's why you have the airline saying it's not a sick out. But one just has to look and say. Is anything Southwest saying making any sense that on Sunday you're canceling a quarter of your flights because of weather that was in Florida on Friday? And, oh, by the way, no other airline is having problems. I don't know. 
As NewsNationNow.com is uh, reporting, uh, according to uh, FlightAware, that website providing real-time flight insights, uh, the carrier, uh, Southwest, canceled 347 flights just today, delaying another 303, one could assume. That's not also because... Of, of weather, but this sick out conversation is, is an interesting one because if no one's willing to say anything, that indeed is, in and itself is saying something. So if you are, are trying to decipher what the, the pilot's union is saying and what the airline is saying, what, what is the take on what they're trying to say to each other and to America? Well, that's an interesting com- conversation. I have talked to Southwest Airlines captains, um, senior senior captains, who speak about the stress that the employees are under and the stress that is being created in the airline. Because remember, if you're sick, you call out sick because you're stressed and you haven't been able to sleep and you don't feel safe to fly. That's different than calling out in protest, isn't it? Yeah, I would argue it, it is. Right. You can call out because you haven't been able to sleep and you're stressed and you – are not feeling well. You can't call out in protest, though. But if you are sick and stressed out and can't sleep because of all the stress that you are under because of the vaccine mandate, are you protesting the mandate or are you stressed? And this is the weird kabuki dance that's going on right now. But suffice it to say, I have yet to talk to any member of Southwest Airlines. Um, Obviously, I'm protecting their identities because they'd get fired for speaking to the media out of turn. But I can tell you, I haven't talked to any of them who are thrilled about the vaccine mandate and go, oh, yeah, everything in Southwest is great. The companies run so well. Management and the employees work, get along so well. Just look at all our canceled flights. It's because of weather. Not one. Talking to Leland Vittert of News Nation now on balance with Leland Vittert. You can catch that weekdays at 7 p.m. 6 central. Now we know that American Airlines is looking at this as well. The pilots were, were told to get vaccinated or or you're going to get fired. That goes back a little more than, than a week ago. We're hearing they could be next. Does this send now the White House into a rethink? When Secretary Pete Buttigieg, uh, Secretary of Transportation, was asked about it, this on, on Morning Joe there on MSNBC, his quote is, Obviously, it's an incredibly complicated situation, and that his department, quote, held roundtables bringing together everyone connected with the ports. Because not only are we seeing problems uh, with with airlines and, and that travel, we're seeing problems with ports like Long Beach, Los Angeles, the ninth largest port in the world. We've got cargo ships getting things in. You're there in the Chicago area. You're talking about a lot of product that moves uh, through the area, and things just aren't coming. They're not getting unloaded. Don't have uh, the people. These are uh, transportation nightmare things. Can... This from the airlines, from these uh, pilots unions or others, as unofficial as it may be, can this pressure the White House into changing their mandate point of view? Well, Secretary Pete uh, suddenly has a little bit more complicated job than he thought he was going to have when he left South Bend, Indiana. He was just going to ride bikes, man. He was going to ride bikes through the streets of D.C. and everything was going to be great. Yeah, no, it's going to be fantastic. And remember, like, we were going to have a quality of bus routes. That was a big thing that he was going to tackle. Um, right. And now the nation's airline system shutting down. Look, there's a lot of different things going on here. But I just want you to keep one thing in mind, which is December 8th, which is the deadline for Southwest and American Airlines. 
Uh, Southwest, uh, 40% of their pilots are unvaccinated. Um, You might remember that uh, United kept saying, oh, you know, we had our mandate and only a couple of hundred people were on leave and everything is great out of however many tens of thousands they employ. That's not going to be the case with with Southwest. So you're going to have American and you're going to have Southwest going up against this December 8th deadline. Uh, lots of lots of things happen around December 8th. One's called Christmas and one's called Thanksgiving, which are the two busiest travel times of the year for, for vacation travelers and for personal travel. Uh, and it, it shows you just how fragile the U.S. airline system is um, in, in the sense that if you think about Southwest canceled a quarter of their flights. Well, a quarter of the pilots didn't have to call out sick to make that happen. You know, you can you can only you can have a, a very small amount of pilots call out or dispatchers or whatever group it is, and it throws the entire system into chaos. That's true for American. That's true for Southwest. And it would appear as though we are in for a very very bumpy ride. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the people who you're ta- I'm talking to and who you're talking to are talking about this being part of the uh, a response to the vaccine mandate. The, the pushback you know, would be, uh, well, people who want the vaccine mandate to be a political issue are pushing this narrative. But so far, I have yet to hear from rank and file that, that they're upset over this, this narrative, if that makes any sense. You know, the, the company can't wait to say, oh, it's not about the vaccine mandate, and the union has to say it's not about the vaccine mandate. But when you do real reporting on it, those two things don't square. So, yeah, so the, you're arguing, I shouldn't say arguing, lack of a better word, that the Southwest Airlines employee doesn't mind if this ends up being a conversation amongst the general public about vaccine mandates. Correct. And I think it's really interesting just from a process standpoint and having covered a zillion of these stories in the past uh, that it's not like you've got the head of the union and the head of Southwest walking out together to do a press conference or doing the Today Show this morning and saying this is not about the vaccine mandate. The union and the airline are in lockstep. This is what happened, blah, 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 blah. And by the way, when you ask them, you know, they say, oh, no, no, it's, it's, there's, there was no sick out. And you go, okay, great. So tell me how many pilots called out sick on last Friday, this Friday, last Saturday, this Saturday, last Sunday, this Sunday. Uh, th- those are internal numbers. We can't give them to you. Okay. And that's I, – I would argue that that's all because this isn't a – there's nothing normal labor about this. This isn't a money conversation. This is a leave us alone, let us live our lives, how dare you conversation. Those are those are eggshells that, that these guys are dancing on. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a conversation that we're going to have to start having in America. And look, I, we're, we're doing this segment tonight and expanding it out, as you rightly did, Tony. What's next? And I'll tell you what's next, which is – we're going to be talking about uh, trucking. You know, the, there's already a shortage of truckers in America, and I've got a bunch of trucking companies that say, once the vaccine mandate hits, these guys are leaving. Yep. No, no. Look, uh, 
Uh, from a, from a purely anecdotal side, Leland, talking to Leland Vittert of News Nation, now uh, catch his show on Balance with Leland Vittert every Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. You and I have known each other uh, a good long while since your day is at Fox and doing a lot of TV and, and, and radio together. We w- America's underplaying the labor shortage issue uh, in ways that I can't fully um, explain on air. Every every sector, every segment is having an issue, and the level of compounding issues when we talk about ports not being uh, the the cargo ships not being able to get into port, those ships not being able to get unloaded, that load not being able to get on the trucks, that truck not being able to get uh, to the local store or to the distribution center, though no one there to be able to unload the truck from the distribution center, it really doesn't seem to have a way, a plan. And maybe you're hearing differently of working itself out until it works itself out. And that's a frightening proposition. It's a terrifying proposition when you think about um, just, how, you know, we, and we saw, for example, with the Colonial Pipeline, how quickly, you know, was it two or three days and there was not gas in the northeast part of the United States? Right. You know, so the, the, the logistics centers in sort of the supply chains that have been set up across America work on really tight tolerances. And this is sort of getting into nerdville, which is where I love to live. Um, but you, you just, you just tweak things a little bit. Look, we, we saw it this weekend. Okay. Normally there's like 20 flights a day that are canceled, not 2000. Okay. So you just have a few pilots call out sick or something mysteriously happen, like, a little bit of weather on Friday night, hmm, okay, and suddenly, you know, hundreds of thousands of Americans have all their travel plans ruined. Okay, no one saw this coming. Nobody. What's the next thing we're not seeing coming? Maybe, maybe it's the nine. Maybe it's the nine one one system. Maybe it is. Uh, maybe it's uh, food distribution. You, know, you have a couple. You have a couple of big uh, food distribution centers go offline. You don't. You don't have a. There's not a lot of time for these things to to work out before they start really affecting people's life. It is, I think, amazing to a lot of people, um, and, and I think a lot of us have seen it, especially as we uh, took a look at COVID and where our drugs come from, not where they're created, but where they're manufactured. It doesn't take sure. much to mess up the whole system. Leland Vittert is his name. Find him on Twitter at Leland Vittert. On balance with Leland Vittert at News Nation Now, newsnationnow.com. The show, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, every Monday through Friday. Leland, always a pleasure, my friend. Much more coming up. I'm Tony Katz.